to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. No, we're both very alike, born into wealth and privilege, yet forced to walk our lives alone, haunted by loss, driven to prove ourselves worthy of those who came before. Be careful, Bruce. That way of thinking, the need to fill the void, it can consume you. Does it ever go away? No, but you can find closure, a way to move on without letting go. How? Well, I don't want to make any promises, but when the time is right, we'll talk again. Girlfriend, you two-faced slut. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're back for more Gotham. Woo, Gotham! Talking Gotham. Talking Gotham. Talking Gotham. And as we mentioned on our other podcast the other night, if you don't tune in uh, live, 8.30 p.m. EST, <laughs> live.universebox.com, you missed the technical staff, snafus, Snaf- the missteps. <laughs> the missteps and the snafus. The, the messing up saying uh, my dead girlfriend versus my girlfriend. Completely different Completely meaning. Completely different. Uh, but luckily, uh, we don't have many people there tonight, but we do have Bobby. We have Bobby. Uh, Bobby Hawk is in Woo! there. Uh, I, I'm sure that some more people will come in. They tend to filter in uh, as it goes by. I bet at 9 o'clock we're going to get a big influx. We usually do around 9 o'clock. Yeah, because there, there's another there's DC superhero DC show, show yes. uh, going on right, right around this time, which, I, I mean, we understand. Uh, you guys uh, like The Flash. It happens. But, uh, yeah, we're here to talk Gotham. Actually, before we get started talking Gotham, though, I wanted, uh, you guys remember how we did all of those uh, Gotham podcasts around tables that we didn't get a chance to do before that, Gotham like, started this year. We did that like twice. Yeah, we, we did two of them. Uh, but we, one of the people that we did that with, one is our our our, our significant other podcast, Gotham TV podcast, <laughs> uh-huh. which we talk about all the time. All the time. Another one, uh, and I just wanted to mention, just because they're doing a great job this year, is uh, After Gotham over at uh, the 21 Network. I'm trying to see if I can get the... Uh, I clicked, I gave you the link straight to the playlist. Yeah, it's youtube.com slash user slash 21 Network also all spelled out and uh, they do after gotham I, it was gotham after show that last year but now they do after gotham which is basically instead of waiting a night to do it mm-hmm. they, they do go, it right away they go live right around 9 p.m right after gotham airs on imagine. the east coast oh, yeah i know it, it's intense but they they put on a great show over there mm-hmm. and uh we love those guys and we hope we can have them back on you Fun know time. over the break maybe over the mid-season break it, be it'd good. be nice to have them back on but go over check out their show their youtube show it's also a podcast i believe but uh the youtube show it, it, it's a real value add there they have a here i'll just play a little well, bit of it here see they have like a whole reactions they have a whole set here with a couch and a chair i want a couch get me a couch and uh chad uh one of the main hosts he's wearing a very extensive riddler costume if i can get get a good shot of it here nice yeah he's very very extensive with a riddler hat and everything but uh they do a great job over there at after gotham so definitely go check them out but you know what you're not here for after after gotham you're not here for us to compliment other gotham podcasts you're here for us you're here for us which we appreciate absolutely and we really hope you didn't kill any babies last week like yeah, we advised don't ever listen to bill when he says to kill babies but we have a brand new episode to talk about tonight and marie why don't you hit us up with the rhyming riddling episode summary which is riddling ever more relevant <laughs> 
You you good now? Yeah. Okay. Who will support Gotham's new mayor? He's got a whole city trapped in his snare. Can Oswald save his mom from the slab? He's quite unsure, but he's taken a stab. Does Ed know he's cracked? He's of two minds. Does invading vending machines levy a fine? Will Jim expose Theo as a mayoral imposter? The limping army strikes in Mommy's Little Monster. Oh, Mommy's Little Monster. Mommy's Little Monster. monster. What'd you think, Amory? I loved it. You loved it? I loved it. You liked it? You loved it? You want, want some, some more, more of it? it? Yeah, yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely a, a, just another whacked out, crazy, crazy episode. Really, I mean, have we had any episodes that weren't like I don't think amazing. we've had. I don't think we've had a miss uh, in the mm-hmm. second season at all. No. Like, there might be some that, like, dip a little for us, mm-hmm. but no no strong misses. Yeah, I will admit, and this isn't uh, the fault of uh, at Gotham TV writers or uh, any of the cast or anything. Last night when I was watching it, I did <gasps> fall asleep. No, shh, don't for talk just about like it. thirty seconds, but it was because I was super tired. It had nothing to do with the episode because I, I re- rewatched that section. You, what part did you? What part did you fall asleep? Oh, what was it? Um, I it, don't know. That's why I'm asking. I sadly <laughs> enough, I believe it was the section where uh, Head Ed confronts Regular Ed right after he wakes up. What? And then I woke up and I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm missing the best part. <laughs> but, uh, That's awesome. Yeah, I know. And it was just because I was overtired. Yeah, it, it, was little, it was a long day yesterday. Okay, but a lot to talk about this this so week, so uh, let, let's get into it. Uh, okay, first off, Theo Gallivan, he's he's accruing a lot of new enemies uh, this mm-hmm. this uh, season. Uh, well, I mean, he is new he's this season. He's only been around this season. Yeah, but it, this year... This this this, uh, this this quarter this uh, yeah this quarter season enemies are up for Theo Gallivan this quarter, uh, <laughs> which is good because he's about to take over Wayne Enterprises. Um, first so of all, he thinks so he thinks will it happen? I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, but first of all, I really appreciated that Jim is finally putting two and two together with Theo Gallivan. You know, he was uh, just about at that spot where he, he was going to come off as a little dull. Dumb. Yeah, that he wasn't picking up on this. But it really took until he was like, Penguin wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. He's like, this is non-characteristic He's like, I'm besties with Penguin, and he totes want to do that, is what he said, actually. He I think of, that was an exact quote. He might have actually said that, yeah. yeah. So thanks, at Gotham TV writers. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, I'm glad he finally started to put it together on his own, mm-hmm. that it didn't actually take somebody laying it out for him. I mean, yeah. that helped. We saw mm, that help. Definitely. But well, it, it it helped him trust it a little bit more. Trust his uh his instincts. inclinations. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but uh, you know, right there at the end, too, Penguin lets uh, Jim know that Theo is aiming for somebody that Jim cares about without telling him who. Yeah. So I wonder if I, uh, you know, Jim's going to pick up that that's Bruce, because uh, I mean, you know, Bruce. I, I anyone who's come close to trying to protect him either trusts Theo. Implicitly, yeah. or he's pushed away entirely. Yeah. So I mean, if uh, if if Bruce doesn't get some help from old Jimmy Boy, I don't know. Will Bruce Wayne die this season? I Who think knows? not. What if they did do that? What if they did? They just were like, okay, we're well, this mean, is Gotham without Batman forever. Like, they have said that they are not opposed to killing a classic character. To, yeah, to killing a classic character. I don't know if they would do Batman. go all the way to Bruce Wayne though. Yeah, that's a little extreme. That's mm-hmm. like, hey, we don't have a future. Although I think that would be a really interesting way to go, and like, oh, yeah. in a way, it would further solidify the whole fact that the show is called Gotham. 
It's not Batman. It's Gotham. Gotham. And uh, I, I, I would love to see that it's kind like of Gotham play It's like Gotham on a different planet. Exactly. A, a different... Earth G. It's on Earth G. Wow. But uh, let's see here. Um, I, I also wonder, though, how, how did Penguin know that Jim has a good relationship with Bruce? Wait. Oh, how did Penguin know that Jim has a good relationship? Yeah, because oh. he, he said, Jim. I misunderstood your thing. He, he's, he's, he's aiming for somebody you care about, Jim. You know, you because shouldn't trust Theo Gallivan. I think because he knows Jim better than he lets on. Yeah, and I mean, we, we did see at the beginning of the season, too, that he was like, yeah, I know your girlfriend, and, you yeah. know. And even last season, he, you know, Jim came there looking for the Wayne murderer. Mm-hmm. He came to Fishes. Oh, you know, that's true. And Penguin was true. there because he carried an umbrella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. so at least he knows they have at least a passing mm-hmm. connection. Yeah. See, the way I interpreted that was how did he know that Gallivan was after Bruce? Oh, okay. Because he never told Penguin the full plan. No, but uh, Penguin knew about the knife and stuff. Right, so. which is I'm yeah. like the story. Mm-hmm. He was sent after the knife. That I was like, this was easy, Bill. But another potential enemy that Theo Gallivan has right now, I think, is Selena Kyle, yep. a.k.a. Cat, a.k.a. Meow. Cat Girl, a.k.a. Meow. Uh, but I, I think that, you know, in her efforts to protect Bruce from Silver St. Cloud, who, mm-hmm. you know, that two-faced slut, as uh, Selena yes. puts it in this Just week's beautiful. episode. I, I, at Fee, I actually said that was one of her favorite parts mm-hmm. of the episode on Twitter Twitter this week. Uh, but I, I'm wondering uh, if this is going to kind of put her up against Theo Gallivan sooner rather than later. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure next week we're going to see Cat go after Silver St. Cloud. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you can't oh, get yeah. close to Silver St. Cloud without getting uh, the mayor all, all up in that business, you know? I have more on similar topics later. Oh, that's fair. Oh, yeah. That's fair. There's, there's a lot there. But I'm kind of pegging that, you know, Selena's going to be coming up against him, which might put her back in allegiance with Jim, you know, because she kind of had a falling out with Jim last episode. Yeah. So Love it. they might be circling back around also with Penguin because, you yep. know, she kind of ratted out Penguin yep. a little bit too. But, uh, you know, Penguin <laughs> has good reason to go after Gallivan now, obviously. You think? He killed his mom. And everything, uh, it, but uh, it, you know, and basically, he has no reason not to now because no, really. the last thing he really cared about besides his empire, mm-hmm. uh, which he doesn't have his empire anymore either. But you know, his mommy's dead, mommy Cobblepot is dead. You know, so he has nothing to lose, not even his men, not his empire, anything. So I think he's going to be coming after Galavan hard. Yeah, actually, we were talking a little bit or uh, off off the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were saying that, you know, we, we know the Penguin's father is coming in an yes. episode or two. I think he might end up running back to daddy to get some help, you know. Maybe. Maybe to, you know, recoup from the gunshot wound. This guy killed mommy, daddy. Can you help me get him? Is what Penguin will say. <gasps> What's the magic word? <laughs> <laughs> very nice very nice gag um but i i also wonder if maybe he might go back and appeal to butch because it's it said this episode that butch never expected theo to kill gertrude so there might still be some allegiance there i i kind of got the impression that theo agreed to let butch go off on his own way if he if he gave up penguin mm-hmm. and you know that he had his men behind him and everything like that so i'm wondering but all of butch's men left him Butch That's is basically true. alone anyway. Yeah, so, so they're like two lone wolves. Yeah, I, I can. So or I can. Penguins. De- I can definitely see them circling back around to each other too. But maybe Butch is more in the power position now mm. because he doesn't have the mental control thing. And in a lot of ways, he's a much better crook than Penguin is. Uh, yeah. Penguin's 
a more efficient manipulator. Mm. Butch is a better crook. If a crook is a businessman, Butch is a better businessman. You know what I mean? that's fair. For sure. And Bobby in the chat room says, uh, so many great lines and scenes this episode, hard to choose the best one, for sure. Very much, very much. Okay, so we've known since the beginning that Penguin is very, very resilient. Yes, like a cockroach. A bit like a cockroach. Um, In this episode, I think he even, like, he was pushed to his absolute breaking point. And while he may have cracked... He also fought back and was quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not like killing the the um, trust fund babies and calling mommy for a ransom and yeah. any of that. This was, this was some serious goodness. So <laughs> calling Theo a coward and challenging him to kill him himself only to end up stabbing him and escaping. Yeah, especially Cabby's gunfire, especially in that moment of extreme grief that he's feeling like the only person he really gives a crap about in the world. I was about to say something other than crap, but uh, the only person he really cares about in the world, you know, is killed in his arms Mm -hmm. and he still has enough of his facilities with him to, you know, strike out at Theo. Right. Which was pretty impressive. And Mm -hmm. again, showing how he's so resilient, Uh, holding Jim and Theo at gunpoint, getting shot by Tad. And still stealing the limo and escaping. Well, I mean, that was really the name of the game for him. Season one, two was just getting into these impossible situations with these big, big gangsters and somehow finding a way out. Right. But we haven't had any of that this season. So yeah. it's it's always been he's been losing. He's been losing. But you know mm-hmm. what? I think that's only made him stronger. Yeah, for sure. A bit. A bit. Um, I am excited to see what his next move is next week because basically he has no one but Zaz. Mm-hmm. And does he really still have Zaz because he's contract? He still has all that Zaz. And all that Zaz! Hey! hey. There you go. I got, but I but yeah, he, he's very resilient, very cockroach-like, and he has really good plans too, which uh, mm-hmm. my next uh, point is is the, the, <laughs> the whole March of the Penguins thing. Yes, I the, love the March of the Penguins. The, the, all the decoy play- penguins. Uh, first of all, a brilliant idea because you know if everybody's penguin then nobody's penguin and he can get in there and strike a galavan himself brilliant idea a very penguin-esque idea too Mm -hmm. and he finally has had the manpower to pull something like that off right although it very much reminded me of a promotional thing that gotham did in in the advance of season one which is where they had all these people dressed like Penguin, following Robin Lord Taylor around with umbrellas all around New York City. I don't think they have any pictures of them in New York City here, but there's a big group shot of all the penguins. And I, I thought it was really cool that they finally did it on the show. Right. Because I, I remember, uh, you know, I, I was a real big fan of the, the lead up to season one and all the promotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did, Army said, or Bobby says the army of uh, Cobblepot cross pl- cosplayers. Nice. Uh, very true. I, but, you know, I was a big fan of all the promotional stuff. And this was one of my favorite promotional things they did. And it was so cool to see it kind of on the show. Right. I almost want to say one of the guys standing in front, and we'll have the link at the show notes at uh-huh. legendsofgotham.com, but of that promotional photo, mm-hmm. uh, might have was been one of the actors who was He might have been, yeah. It's funny because Robin Lord Taylor looks so young in this picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, apparently Gotham has aged him legit. Well, uh, <laughs> when you're the king of Gotham, you know, it's, it's just I'm like- it's just like uh, President Obama, you know, when he first took office, he, he had so young. Yeah, he and now he has gray hair and, and all the wrinkles. George Bush's nose fell off after being president for eight years. I mean, it, it takes a toll on you for sure, for sure, and that's a proven fact. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, but I also thought it was interesting that they, uh, yeah, and Bobby, uh, Cabal. 
Co- Cabal? Cabal? Uh, Cabal of Cosplot Cosplayers. Say that five times. Cabal Cosplayers. Cabal of Cosplayers. Did I say Cobpot? Yeah, you really nice. did. It was not right. I can't even say Cobblepot. No. Uh, Cobblepot's a tongue twister. But... Cobblepot. Cobblepot. Uh, Cobblepot. Ah! But I thought it was fun when Penguin, uh, after he, he slices Galavan's neck and he's, like, going mm-hmm. towards the window, he's all hunched over mm-hmm. and, like, walking like this, just like comic book Penguin. Like, yeah. I, which I, I thought, you know, for one, that waddle hunched over thing, really good way to ava- avoid gunfire and, you right. know, be a moving target and just an unclear target. So I wonder if... Maybe he starts walking like that because everyone's gunning for him, and then it just kind of like, breaks his back, you know. And he's doing he's doing the whole. I mean, he's he's always had the waddle since well, uh, fish stabbed his foot. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely uh, the hunched over thing is starting to come into play too, which I really yeah. love. Although awesome. I doubt they'll do that too much because I mean, it's hard on the actor. Yeah, it's hard on the actor, and Robin Lord Taylor still uh, he's a young he's like hot 25, actor. He yeah, I'm sure he doesn't want to be uh, Quasimodo for four or five more seasons. You know, yeah, probably not. Probably not. Um, Tabby. Tabby. Okay, what is her deal? She's driving me nuts because we literally know nothing about her, mm-hmm. and I don't like not knowing. I need backstory because um I don't think anybody actually believes that her and Theo are biological siblings. We've talked about this before. Yeah, We're especially like, when no. he, he calls her kitten and everything. Yeah, else. Oh, kitten, blah, blah blah. Um, but I want to know how they came to be siblings mm-hmm. and in cahoots and all of that. Like, oh yeah, I want to know what's how Silver Saint Cloud got in that mix that's, too. That's yeah. I was like, I don't. I want to know, and why are you so proud of her being a vixen? I mean, well, we know why you're so proud of her being a vixen. But, and obviously, she's all in on everything now. Mm-hmm. Whether she was before or not, she is now. Um, what makes someone so evil that they kill a man by putting their stiletto through their throat? <laughs> that was well she's just she's just sadistic she is sadistic but why why what happened in her poor life to make her so sadistic that she will stiletto a man in the throat Mm -hmm. like that's not normal no no at least it wasn't in the eye i really thought they were going to go for the eye but bobby is arguing that he still thinks they are biological siblings really just really gross ones yeah i don't know i don't know but we we don't know that for sure either Mm um let's see and wouldn't she have been missed at the party if they are siblings she got all dressed up for it she was all pretty and fancy but then she never really made an appearance yeah i thought that was weird too almost like there was a scene missing or something right i was like shouldn't that but i mean she tends to to always switch to the sniper but mm-hmm. maybe that's just how she got in the building she came in the front door and went up to the roof she didn't bring a you know a sniper bag with her to change into her leather mm-hmm. and gun people down but then again if if somebody if somebody <laughs> is uh is walking in with the mayor they're probably not going to get their bags checked either you know what i mean so i mean she could have carried it's something. not disney world mm-hmm. um let's see oh uh, bobby says uh that, that scene uh with the heel and stuff gave yeah. him the same feeling bill gets about the eye stuff so. yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i believe it uh, and who taught her all this stuff with the whip and sniper mm-hmm. like she's really good at what she does you have to learn it somewhere yeah and I'm, I, I just, I'm kind, of think, I'm kind of thinking that if they don't get, 
they might not ever say where she learned that stuff, but, you know, there's someone floating around on this show who's known in her adult life for using a whip. Yes. So I think maybe Selena might take that as a trophy or she might get some additional <gasps> training or something. Tigress, Tabby. Tabby all cat. cats. Yes. Tigers are cats. Mm-hmm. Tabby's a cat. The number 23. It's all coming it's together. It's 23. I, it's a old movie about a conspiracy around the number 23 starring oh, Jim Carrey. Got it. Oh, old God. movie reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I want to see her fleshed out a little bit more. Not Something. Not in a weird way. Just in more. <laughs> we do it, not in, need more flesh. Yeah. In an informative way. I'd like, I'd like some more information on her. And I'd like to have that question answered once and for all. Are they actually biological? Yeah. I need, I need that. Or are closure. they just brothers and sisters in the order of St. Dumas? Or, you know, even adoptive or step or, mm-hmm. um, you know, such close friends that they consider each other siblings. Like that's, I don't know. I just want to know. Th- I want to know the deal. We need to know more about Tabby. Tabby. You know what else uh, people need to know more about? What? Our Patreon. Amory, why don't you tell them? Hi, we have a Patreon. We do. Um, this is a way for all of our lovely listeners to support our podcast. And we love all of them. We do love all of them. What's there, like 32 now? Uh, 36. 36? 36. Wow. I know. That is fantastic. But what Patreon is, it's on a monthly donation starting at 10 cents. We have a lot of people who do $1, $5, a couple $10 people. Um, And it helps us to improve and do new things. Like we've been able to upgrade equipment, mm-hmm. upgrade great hosting all of which is very we important buy prizes for contests which we're going to announce the winner of in just yes, a moment we do have a contest winner and we'll probably do something else for like when we come back from the like holiday break and stuff mm-hmm. like that so committed to that now um but <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash universe box you can make a donation there. Yeah, and we we want to thank our 36 patrons at $219 a month uh, for, for helping us out. Also, uh, you know, if you sign up and you become a patron, there's access to all every book I've ever written mm-hmm. on there uh, completely free of charge. I'm about to do a, a big Audible audiobook send out for uh, one of my books. I just need to figure out which one to do it with. Mm. I might do it for Demon's Dare if I haven't done <gasps> Demon's Mallet Dare Hand. Yet. Mallet Yeah, with hand. the Mallet Hand. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all sorts of bonuses, bonus streams, movie commentary. We're doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this week. Friday, probably. On Friday. Uh, Yeah. So patreon.com slash universe box. Oh, and if you um, don't can't commit to a monthly donation Mm -hmm. on YouTube, there's a little support us or support this channel button. You can make a one time donation. You'll still get all the same benefits. Yeah, And you can get T-shirts, Legends of Gotham T-shirts and stuff like that at legendsofgotham.com slash support. Do it. Okay. uh, Now we should go ahead and announce our contest winner. And I have it right here. Uh, You have it. It is actually the first person who entered. I did the random number drawing at did work you? today. Yeah. Mayhem 68 on <gasps> iTunes. Mayhem! Which I believe we have we have, we have his, his email. email. So uh, you just need to contact him to get his uh, phone number. But you've yes. won a, a Gotham Comic-Con exclusive TV guide. TV guide. And, you know, who knows? We might mm-hmm. throw you a letter or something fun in there. Definitely. And we, we did actually get a, another a review for because one of the ways to enter was a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. We got one more that I wanted to go ahead and read. Oh, go ahead. From Instahate81. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, Instahate says, I love you guys. Woo-hoo! It's like a show that your good nerd friends host. You all crack me up. Smiley face. Yes! Thank you very much, Instahate81. I'm a nerd. You're a nerd. You're official. I'm an official Air nerd. Air high five. Air high five. 
live. Cool. I'm really loud tonight. Sorry, y'all. It happens. It happens. But uh, thank you. I uh, and uh, I'm sure we'll do another giveaway uh, at the beginning of next. I'll season, come up for with sure. something for the. You mean next half? Next half of the season, yeah. rather, yeah, for sure. And uh, we don't have a look at this Joker this week. Look at this. You Joker. can look at the penguins. Just look at There's the penguins. No Joker hey, look at this penguin. There was at. a lot of penguins. There's no Joker. Hey, There's a penguin penguins. and a Riddler and a Galavan and a Tigress and a Cat and a guy without a hand and a Silver Saint Cloud. Boo. Oh, SSP Body joins us in the chat room. Hi, SSP Body. Uh, you're not too late to the party. Never. Welcome. Oh, oh, you know what? What? Bring, bring. Bring 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 bring. Bat phone's ringing. Hold on. Who could it be? Is it Pastor Who Batman? I think so. Now? Here, I'll pick it up. Bring 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 bring. Hello. Legends of Gotham. This is Holy Bat Pastor. Holy Bat Pastor. Hey, yes. How you doing? How, How you doing? doing? I'm not going to be able to be with you again tonight because of that class that I'm taking on Tuesday nights. However, <sighs> drop out. No, the, the show is in capable hands. So I'm just wanting to leave you with a top five list. This is the top five read-between-the-lines moments from Gotham Season 2, Episode <laughs> 7, entitled Mommy's Little Monster. Yes. Or as I like to call it, that time Butch escaped from Gordon. Wait for it. Single-handedly. <laughs> Number five. Anyone receiving a job offer for an outfit called the Strike Force should immediately decline. I hear the turnover rate is high and the work environment is just murder. Number four. Upon his victory, newly elected mayor Theo Gallivan addresses his supporters with the unofficial theme song of the Democratic Party playing in the background? <clears throat> Just saying. Number three, don't ever think you can sneak into your girlfriend's bed at 2 o'clock in the morning reeking up chili dogs. <laughs> you know what you did. They always know. Number two, I'll wager that if you were to ask Selena Kyle how to spell Vixen, her response would be B-I-P. <laughs> okay, let's cut that one off right there. It's still a family show. And the number one read-between-the-line moment from Gotham Season 2, Episode 7, Mommy's Little Monster, in three words, why should men avoid chicks who wear high heels? Death by stiletto. <clears throat> hey, guys, I thought it was a fantastic episode. It might have been the high point of the season. It was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to leave this with you. Uh, Y'all have fun tonight. Miss you. I'll be listening later and watching in the morning. This is Holy Bat Pastor signing off, reminding you, hashtag, you stole my dead girlfriend, and hashtag, throat piercing is a thing. <laughs> Thank you very much, Pastor Batman. We always love your countdowns. They are so good. So it, awesome. Our show is so much better for having them, and we're it so really much better really for having is. you as a listener. I, and uh, SSP Body in the chat room says, I thought Jim and Leslie were already living together. Um, Apparently, kind of. Jim isn't it, sure if he has a place anymore. I believe the last time we checked in on Jim's living situation, he was sleeping in the locker room, wasn't he? Yeah. At the GCPD. So Yeah. So he probably didn't is, actually. Yeah, that's kind of gross. He he just uh he's a he's a couch surfer that Jim he Gordon. Is. He's like yeah, it's kind of odd. Okay, so uh, thank you again, Pastor Batman. Absolutely. As always, love it, love it, love it. Hope you enjoyed your class. It's morning where you are listening to us no, or watching us. Oh, when he's yeah, yeah, when he's watching us. I was like, it's not morning. Okay. It's eight fifty nine. So this so, week's episode, another big moment. Big moment. I consider this week's episode the birth of the Riddler. Yeah. 
basically happens. Yes, I think uh, I think uh, Head Ed uh, takes over at the end of this episode. I love it. And I really think that is the Riddler we're going to be seeing for the rest of this series. I think, Head that, Ed. I think that's the Ed we're seeing the rest of the, yeah. Yeah, I believe. Uh, They've re- melded. Uh, at Derby Kid uh, asked on Twitter what we should call Head Ed. Uh, and I think just Ed. And at this point, it's just Nygma. Yeah, it's, it's Enigma. Yeah, Enigma. But uh, you know, first of all, you know, he brings out the question mark envelope. Uh, you Multiple know, times. Yeah, definitely. It, this is definitely the the official beginning of the riddling obsession beyond the already little, the little silly the little riddles, riddles and everything that, that he leaves out everywhere. Uh, you know, the writers nail this about the character. The reason everyone always says the Riddler's a stupid character because mm-hmm. he just he leaves all these clues for Batman is because he's so obsessed with that feeling of getting away with something of yeah almost getting caught but not quite he he, really honestly Mm -hmm. and i don't think this is overstating it i think he has a little bit of like a sexual gratification thing that happens when he hits that moment i think so he gets right up there to the edge and he almost gets caught and then he doesn't (sighs) and that's what he lives for yeah Uh, you know that's what drives him and uh, the writers completely nail it in this episode Uh, he you know he almost gets himself caught yeah because he he wants that feeling so much it, right here at the beginning before he's you know had those run-ins with that man to kind of build up confidence he's he's already there man oh yeah for sure he's good he's although i i did think uh it was a little concerning that i think he gave leslie enough uh a, enough rope to hang himself with here yeah i uh, you know uh, while he because he basically says to, to her the excuse he gives so she doesn't see kringle in the morgue drawer right. is that he was having a fight with her and you know uh once they realize that Kristen kringle has gone missing i think ed's probably going to be suspect number one yeah the boyfriend's always the suspect yeah because uh, and he's weird it's obvious they were having a fight like uh, the thing that bugs me about it is that ed had a perfectly clear alibi at the end of last week's episode because she hit Kristen kringle had just talked to leslie about the crazy ex-boyfriend yeah. who you know would mess with her or kill him or kill her or whatever mm-hmm. if he caught her with another man right and so he had a complete out there mm-hmm. now maybe not so much because yeah, he's going to be the first guy they think of because he's the guy she was fighting with right but then again i guess he could probably spin it to where the fight was over the old boyfriend coming back or something and then oh you know so maybe that's where she disappeared to and back. he dropped this badge at my apartment mm-hmm. get it out. <laughs> But you know, so, so I, 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 I know that's going to come back to bite him. Yeah. I wonder. I, it's I think at least come back, whether it bites him or not. I, yeah. I, there, there's two ways it, it could go. One, he plays it off completely, and he comes out unscathed, mm-hmm. or he has to go underground and maybe align himself with somebody like Penguin or Gal. I really hope him and Penguin form a yeah, not an they uneasy alliance. Work together. Yeah, like I, I, I was thinking last night maybe an uneasy alliance. I'd rather see just an easy alliance, a friendly alliance mm-hmm. between the two of them, because I think, I think after Ed's break in the this episode they're definitely more psychotic equals now yeah. for sure yeah. and, and one last little yeah. quibbling quibble and bit that i had about it quibbles and bits yeah. how did he have access to the vending machine did he pick the lock or did he have a key i'm sure he picked the lock i guess he probably picked the lock yeah, yeah i think he figured it. he's kind of a smart guy yeah and ssp body says dark ed is so much fun and uh, ed and oswald are going to be bff bffs fresh we can only hope we really can only we hope. can only hope so selena versus silver yes 
I have no idea how this is going. I don't know who's going to win, mm-hmm. but I can't wait to see it. Yes. Cat I, fight. Meow. Yeah. I think I actually wrote that in my notes. I oh, said, did you? Ah, time for a cat fight. Like, I think this is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's my things. I'll do a little S- Silver versus Selena. All Word. right. So Silver has the backing of her uncle, Theo, the mayor of Gotham, and his sister, Tabby. This is not a, a this is a dangerous pair. So she's got she's got some support mm-hmm. in the in the cat fight. She appears to just do whatever she's told though. She doesn't seem to have a brain of her own. Um uh, I'm a little afraid she's been taking lessons from Aunt Tabby on fighting and murder though. <laughs> so we don't really know. I'm sure she's wearing heels, but it's a little scary. However, Alfred does not like her. No. So we have that because she tried to be all smart and sassy and it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Now Selena. So she has the support of Ivy? Question mark? Not really. I know. Hence the question Ivy kind of creeps her out. Yeah, a little bit, but she'd probably help her. But she probably could have Penguin's support as long as there was a loophole that he got to attack Theo. Mm -hmm. And of course, she'd be like, yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, and I really think at this point, uh, pe- uh, Selena ratting Penguin out for the whole arson thing That's last week's thing. episode is going to be the least of his pr- problems. Uh, yeah. And actually, he might be thankful for it if he finds out the details of it, because that's part of what got Jim thinking, hey, maybe mm-hmm. this whole situation isn't what it seems. Right. Um, Selena actually has a mind of her own and knows how to fight for what she wants, and she knows how to fight for mm. what she wants. So she's got that. However, Alfred doesn't like. So, <laughs> as we can know, there is only one thing in common with Selena and Silver. Alfred doesn't like them. Yeah, that's that's a really good comparison. It, it just reaches out there and slaps you in the face. Really, just like the T. Definitely, definitely. Like Over in the chat room, uh, SS Peabody says Selena should throw Silver out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed, agreed. And uh, Bobby says Selena and Silver reminds him of uh, Zelina and Regina from Once Upon a Time, another show we fan cast I about. I can kind of see that. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Although they're they're not very sisterly, I guess. Yeah. But no. they're not very sisterly either. Very true. Very true. So there's that. Very true. Okay, but tag you're it. Somebody. Two other characters in this week's episode who kind of have a lot of parallels going on. Mm-hmm. Theo and Bruce are, are a lot alike. Theo the- and Bruce. Theo uh, draws out a co- lot of these comparisons in their conversation. I, For one, he says uh, that they're both born into wealth and privilege and forced to walk alone. I walk a lonely road on the way yeah, to becoming sh- Batman. Um, <laughs> no, and then he also talks about, you know, this obsession uh, with justice and everything that it can consume you. But he kind of teases to Bruce, there's a way to move on without letting it go or without letting go of it. Which I, I think, uh, I, I think Theo is offhandedly saying, Give me your I'm going to kill you after I get your company and you're never going to satisfy this urge for vengeance. Yeah, a little bit. But I also think it's a nice tease towards you know bruce becoming batman i kind of wonder is this how bruce will learn to cement his obsession and find an outlet for it to move on into becoming the batman without really ever letting go of that pain of losing his parents interesting i you know and uh, definitely I, I i'm pretty sure that theo was offhandedly threatening bruce in a not so subtle way mm-hmm. there for sure o- over in the chat room uh let's see here um so, uh, ssp potty says selena threw some great shade at alfred last night uh very very true very very true very very true but uh yeah i and i i i 
Did like that Theo stated outright in this week's episode that he is gunning for Wayne Enterprises and he, he that's what he needs to do before he kills Bruce. You know, he has to have kind it of, signed over first. That's kind of what I've been theorizing the past couple episodes. It was just nice to hear it stated outright. For it's us. always nice to hear what we've theorized come to life. Definitely. So I know we talked about Barnes possibly being on Team Theo. Mm-hmm. I'm still not. I'm still unsure as to which direction that goes. But what about Harvey Dent? Or was he just doing his job? I think I think he was uh, he was just doing his job. I think even that's though he he was the guy who introduced him, though mm-hmm. that's true. And I mean, you he... know, he, the thing is, is I I just and this is this might be my my knowledge of the comics okay biasing me, but I know at least when uh, Batman steps onto the scene, Harvey's still on the side of the angels. Okay, more or less. But we're twisting things here in this world, mm-hmm. this Gotham G on Earth G or whatever. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know because, you know, he went so far as to be the one who's introducing the mayor at his party and everything like, hi, you weren't in the past, I don't know, 20 episodes. Where you been? And you're <laughs> introducing the new mayor who just showed up in town a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. You know what I was wondering? I was, I, I was thinking like, okay, so Gordon is gunning for Theo now, right? Yeah. I wonder what happens if he brings this information to Captain Barnes. Is Barnes going to be all for it? Is he going to think no. Jim's, you know, off his rocker, off yes. in La La Land? Yeah. Is is he going to? Uh, I, I, is he going to reveal himself as working with Theo? I mean, it's just it could go any direction. It really could go any direction. So that's the interesting part. I I don't feel like Captain Barnes is going to go after Theo. You don't even think? if he's not working for him. Yeah, because he because he's he, the mayor. Yeah, he seemed pretty supportive of of the mayor, too. Right. Well, that's because he was going to institute martial law. Mm-hmm. Like, he was going to give Captain Barnes quite a bit of power. Mm-hmm. So there's that. What are, you, what are you over there Googling? Oh, no, I, just for my next point. Uh, oh, okay. Something that I, I happened to notice this. I can't believe it took you this long. I, I know. It took me forever, right? But, in a, but I don't think we've ever mentioned it on the show either. I so didn't feel it was that relevant, so I didn't. Okay, but Theo Gallivan's apartment, I yeah. realized this week, is... A redress set that was a pretty pivotal set in last uh, season's uh, Gotham. Yep. And that's Barbara Keen's apartment. Pretty much. Yeah, it's basically they took the clock out of the window. They threw a couple new pieces of furniture, a couple rugs down, added a table. Yep. And I, also it makes total sense that, that that's where Bar- why Barbara's always there too. Because, I mean, uh, what's her name? Erin Richards. She just goes to the same set she went to last year. <laughs> it was all she about her thought. commute. Absolutely, it was all about her commute. But uh, yeah, I have a picture of it up on the screen here. That it, I, I like. I said I can't believe it took me this long to realize it was Barbara's apartment. I actually realized it in the very first episode, like oh, in the you? promos when they were all lined up in there, and he was giving them the whole, the whole spiel. And you just never told me. You never you told know, your old co-host Bill Meeks. I kind of thought you saw it, and we just were not talking about it. I didn't see it because at all. I was trying to I'm do daft. the suspension of disbelief <laughs> or whatever that you do when you watch these types of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they only have so many sets. Oh, SSP body says uh, if they killed Bruce, Jim could become Batman, and then Bobby says only if they give uh, Jim a mech suit with bunny ears, which is what, how he is in the comics right now. <laughs> Although I think that might be about over. I think they might have wrapped that up. Oh, really? Yeah. Possibly. Okay, so you had one thing to wrap us up with here. Butch. Mm-hmm. So are we going 
to place bets now or later that he'll go crawling back to the pink. Shall we wait for next week? I mean, we could place bets. I'll bet you. I'll bet you a dollar that he will or will not. That he will or will not. Both. <laughs> that doesn't work. That loses the whole effect of the, the bet. No, you know what I will say. I'll bet you a Snickers. You know what I will say about Butch though. What? This week's episode. It was nice to see him back without the artifice of the whole mind control thing going on. None of the twitch. Like uh, he he just he seemed much more relaxed and comfortable in his skin. Mm-hmm. Credit to Drew Powell. Uh, totally. T- retweeter of the show, Drew, Drew Powell. Holla. Uh, but yeah, it was just nice to see him kind of back. And you could tell that, you know, without the loyalty to Fish, he was like, okay, I'm going to go get mine. I can do this. Yeah, I, I'm going to become the boss. I'm the boss now. I am the boss now, is, is what he said to those men who promptly abandoned him. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it'll be interesting because, I mean, he's a series regular, so... He's bound to be back every week. No promises. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean that can happen. That can happen. We've lost a few along the way, but I, 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 I definitely think it's going to be interesting to see uh, where he goes from here. Where what his story is going to be, and I'm sure it's going to circle back around to Penguin because they've been tied yeah. together from episode one. I mean, they appeared out in that alley in episode one, beating hey, up Penguin, on that dude. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, SSP body doesn't think he'll be going back to Penguin. Mm. All right, so that's where you're I think your he, Snickers. I think he might be going back to Penguin, but. Very reluctant. Mm. Very reluctantly. Interesting. Okay. Let's see here. Amory. Yeah. Amory. Amory. Hold on. I'm stalling because I'm thinking of a good. You didn't think of a mm-hmm. thing? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Out of, out of, uh, oh, Bobby says Montoya and Alan, where are you? Very good point. Where are they? I don't know. Do you have any questions? Any, any ideas? Where are Montoya and Alan and all this? I, I, on other shows. On other shows. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Okay. On other shows. Okay, out of out out of uh, out of out of. Come on, man, of, get it of, together. Out of, of forty two Uzis, okay, brandished by Jim and Bullock. So How many? Uzi- that's what an Uzi looks like. Okay, okay, let me redo that. I real, I don't know. Let me redo the arbitrary scale because that one was bad. Okay, out this of, is probably your worst. Out of two slut faces. How many slut faces do you give this episode? I'm giving it two slut faces. Two slut faces. It's a double slut face. A double slut face. <laughs> It's a two-faced slut, actually. Two-faced slut. Probably better than a double slut. Okay, why? Because it was awesome. Mm-hmm. All of the things happened. Unfortunately, and we didn't even really mention this, hashtag save Gertrude did not happen properly. No, no. She was out She was out before the, the Gotham. In the I beginning. know. I'm like, Gertrude! Gertrude! But... Uh, Bobby's giving on for the assault rifles. Forget the slut faces. I guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's an alternative. It's an alternative. That's definitely an alternative. Um, no, I just I like how much so much happened, so many things. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see cat fight for her man. Yeah, there's that. I'm going to give it two slut fit faces slash uh, forty two. Uh, <laughs> One and two thirds automatic weapons, mainly just because of Ed in this episode. I I loved. Ed's plot in this episode. I loved everything else about this episode. Don't get me wrong. Everything about this episode was great. Mm -hmm. But it was so great to see Ed finally go for it and get what he deserves. And, you know, he's going to be... I think by the end of the season, he's going to be the premier villain of this show. What's up over there, Baggy McBangers? I'm just so excited about Ed. SS Peabody says, hashtag, Gertrude deserved better. And you know what, Very Peabody? True. You are right. Very Gertrude true. did deserve better. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, at least she didn't hook up with, uh, what's his face, Maroney. That, that was a little creepy. Yeah, Maroney? Maroney. Saskatoonie. Okay, now... On to the news. News. First up, the ratings. Uh, Gotham was up a tenth versus last week. It was up to a 1.6. 
Which is good. Which is good. Hey, we like when we're going up. I don't the- care how slowly we get there. Let's mm-hmm. go up. Which makes me think that a lot of people might have uh, been watching another show to check out and see how that was. And now that it's on... Don't be that guy. No, I'm just saying now that it's on completely against Gotham, maybe they were like, okay, well, maybe I'll go back to Gotham and catch that one on DVR. Find out later. Well, yeah, we definitely will find out later. I didn't even check to see what that show's ratings were this week. It was very... It they- went down substantially, but it was still off. Yeah, well, it had a really good... It had a lead-in... Big Bang Theory last last yeah. week. Uh, Supergirl, we're talking about. Okay, uh, next up we have the uh, tonight's the night promo, which this one looks pretty Crazy. intense. And if if you liked our barber talk earlier, this is going to have a lot of barber in it. Let's watch the preview I'm and so find excited. out how much. Today you get to kill Jim Gordon. Today you get to kill Jim Gordon. I thought he was supposed to destroy him first. Well, maybe this is all happening. And then Jim goes and kisses Barbara for some reason. I don't know why. Does he still have feelings for her? And now she's in a wedding dress with a gun in a church. They both have guns. And she wants them to kill her. Yeah, that's the thing that confuses me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have no idea what Barbara's Endgame is trying to be. I she she wants to marry Jimbo. She's just crazy. Jimbo Baggins. No, you didn't. I did. Okay. I absolutely did. So, and Bobby says Supergirl's not bad. A bit hokey, but it has room to grow. I'm. I, I I've still only seen uh, the pilot. I'm a little indifferent on it. Uh, I, I'm a huge Supergirl fan. I have a Supergirl movie poster right over there. Uh, but I just like bring it back. It was a little hokey, and I'm a little concerned about her working with the military. Bring it. Okay, bring it back to Gotham. Back to Gotham. Bring it back. Okay, so Gotham got nominated for a People's Choice Award. Holla! They were nominated Gotham. in the favorite network drama. Mm-hmm. category um we'll put the link to vote in the chat and in the, in the or chat. in the chat in the uh i'll put it in the chat too because i'm gonna go vote for it right now are you probably okay. um but and we'll have it in the show notes at legends of gotham yeah, i'm trying to too. like scroll through real quick to see because i don't want to vote on any of the other categories I that's just the thing i'm like gotham. i don't want to vote on I don't even know most of the other categories. I'm scrolling. Okay. Favorite network TV drama, Empire, Gotham, Grey's Anatomy, How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal. I'm noticing a theme. <laughs> noticing a theme. See, I'm still scrolling here. I'm trying to. Oh, it's like a quarter it's, of the way down. Yeah, it's way. It's way down there. It's way um, down. I'm trying to vote, but I don't think I can vote without voting for some other stuff. So I'll do that later. Yeah. But everyone get out there and vote for the People's Choice and Awards. And now back to Gotham. And now back to your regularly scheduled Gotham. Okay, and there was also a few uh, pieces of casting news this week. There was quite a few pieces of casting news this yeah, week. Yeah, first up, um, who's the who's the first on our list, Amory? First on our list is Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. Ice be back or something like that. Ice be back? Really? No, but uh, he, he plays uh, one of Frank Underwood's uh, Secret Service agents on House of Cards. I've heard, I've heard tell that he's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he should be very enjoyable uh, in Gotham. What's his name again? It's uh, I'm looking uh, here. Really? Uh, season. Yeah. Like Frank. Un- no. It's like, where's the guy's name? Seriously. I have pictures of the man. Season two of Gotham has made uh, perhaps his biggest casting announcement today with Victor Freeze, uh, Mr. Freeze. And you can find out which uh, he plays. Uh, Nathan Darrow. There we go. Where are you even? I can't long. even see that. It's actually in the first line underneath the picture, but it's kind of split up between two lines. So it was weird. Oh. But yeah. So we have our, our Victor Freeze, Nathan Darrow, which I know John Stevens, uh, mm-hmm. the, the executive producer 
producer of Gotham when we talked to him back over the summer said they were about to break the Mr. Freeze story, but they were looking for the right guy. Yep. This is the guy. And he's set to appear in, appear in episodes 12 and 13. 12 and 13. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And maybe some more too, hopefully. Possibly. We'll see. And they've also cast his wife. They have also cast his wife. Which is, I, I guess she's on uh, the US version of Being Human, which I haven't seen. Uh... I've seen the UK version, which actually uh, Aaron Richards was on. Really? Yeah. She was on that. See, uh, now I kind of want to watch it. It's a good show. It's a good show. But this is uh, Kristen Hager uh, will be joining uh, the show as Nora Freeze, which if you know the Batman the Animated Series slash modern comic book origin of Mr. Freeze. Very important character. Is she? She'll be on ice. And last but not least, uh, the scientist dude from Jurassic Uh, Park is going to be Hugo Strange. Okay, so you can call him the scientist dude from Jurassic Jurassic World. Jurassic Jurassic Park. He was also in Jurassic Park. Was he? I believe so, yeah. No. I believe so. No. I believe so. No. I'll check. Uh, No. I'll check. Let me go ahead and check, but no. Um, Oz, Jurassic Jurassic Park. Yep. He played the same character. He was the only character to be in both movies. Really? Yeah. Sorry, I just know him from SVU. B.D. Wong. I will be oh, playing. Oh, apparently the doctor will be the one revealed to be conducting experiments on inmates with a view of creating supervillains for Indian Hill, the underground facility we saw Firefly taken to. Yes. And I also will say mm. this, and this might be a category of spoiler. Yeah, I think that probably was. I, I, well, I, I know they've been passing around. Uh, there's been an interview with Ben McKenzie being passed around saying that Indian Hill might be, rev- there might be some dead people down there who might come back, be coming back to life. A so certain that- one that would make Bobby jump out of his skin. <laughs> that could be a fish. That could be a Jerome. That could be a balloon man. All of the penguins from this week's episode. All of the penguins. <laughs> all of the penguins and all of the people. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah, we we shall see on that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Ben, ben McKenzie—he might have been speaking a little out of turn, or he might have had the facts wrong. I guess we'll see. We shall find out. But you know, so the Lazarus Pit, as you call it, is down there. Maybe could be. Could be. And uh, SSP body, bring back Jerome. <laughs> we all agree, SSP body. He was a good joker. Look at this joker. Okay. No fish. Bobby's like, no fish. No fish. <laughs> okay. So next week, when you get done watching the, the episode, grab your Uzi. Again with the put Uzis. A, put on your indie rock wig. Jump through a window. <laughs> you have to have pick up the bat phone. Like, email us at legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number, which we almost always play, is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And first up, we have Bobby. Take it away, Bobby. Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amory. It's Bobby. Hey, okay. I- Once again, a great episode of Gotham. I've, I've been saying that every week though so far this so season because it's just like they've really stepped up their game and so i'm gonna do my i could go on and on about this episode there are so many great lines great scenes so i'm gonna do my best to keep it as short as i can um you guys know how i feel about the big van big big bads uh don't like galavan don't like fish or didn't like fish but dear god what they're doing with the villains this season is just so so unbelievably great yeah. um penguin we all knew the but that butch was going to turn on him but really galavan did you have to kill his mom i she didn't deserve that nope. and even butch seemed a bit remorseful when he was talking to gordon later when he was like 
Uh, I didn't think he was going to go through with it. <laughs> I mean, I think Butch was like, yeah, he'll probably kill a penguin, but what kind of heartless bastard is going to kill his mom like that? <laughs> All right. Um, but wonderful scene, wonderful scene between Robin Lord Taylor and Carol Kane. Such a great death scene. R.I.P. Uh, Mrs. Cobblepot or Miss Cobblepot. Were they divorced? I don't know. That, I, don't know. I guess we'll find out. Maybe this is what brings uh, Mr. Cobblepot to town. But anyway, let's move on. Okay. Riddler, Nigma. Love what they're doing or love what they're doing here. Um, I love how we're like delving deep into his psychosis and like what like made him the Riddler we all know and love. Um, or <laughs> know and love, know and hate, whatever you want to say. But, um, I just the like the break in his, in him and like how now one's controlling the other, like it's a schizophrenic thing until finally at the end where they like meld and become one and there's that line where like the one you know, they're yelling back and forth like Gollum in Lord of the Rings and he's like <laughs> how does it feel and it's like, beautiful or no he kind of was like a little more subdued there he's like beautiful and then he kind of just like started laughing as he started sawing up Miss Kringle Aww. great scene um, Bullock wasn't really in it much but I love the noir scenes he got like what was what that was one of my favorite lines of the scene is uh, of the episode when he said uh uh, sometimes even good guys have bad days. Yep. That was a great line. Um, other great lines, of course, was Silver saying, I'm Bruce's friend. I'm his only friend. <laughs> so apparently we were right on saying Silver was a bit shady or tarnished, shall we say. Mm -hmm. Har, har, har. Bruce is a very lonely boy. Yeah, and he's got Forgive women fighting over him. The pun. Um, but yeah, the scenes with her and Kat were great. Almost felt like I was watching a scene between like Zelina and, and Regina or something. Um, wow, did that 50, did that little girl just call that other little girl a slut? <laughs> <laughs> that's, anyway, that's what was going through my head as I was watching. Um, but yeah, oh, oh, Butch is gone, but Gabe's back. Gabe is back. Yes. <laughs> Very cool. Have not seen Welcome Gabe at all this Gabe. season. I was almost worried that he was gone. Um, so yeah, cool. Gabe's back. And G Gabe is the man that's there and is loyal to Penguin and doesn't need mm -hmm. brainwashing. He yeah. comes up to Penguin later. He's like, dude, you're going to get shot. Just let us take him out for you. Mm -hmm. Stand by your Penguin. You, you don't need to go through all this. He's going to be dead anyway. I don't want to see you get taken out. Loved that scene. Um, yeah, again, I could just go on and on about this episode. Cat um, saying, Alfred, yeah, that smell really slaps you in the face, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, again, I could just go on and on. So I'm, I'm going to give I'm, – I'm not going to say perfect. Oh, the scene where they grab the guns and just – okay, I'm sorry. Just going to stop. Okay, I'm going to give it oh, 15 of 17 – notes like all folded up in the palm uh, in, in like a cut off palm you know someone's hand yeah all right once again guys great episode and can't wait to see you in chat see i wasn't the only one who had problems with it coming up with an arbitrary scale yeah for some reason hands you know. in a vending machine that would have been an lady easy fingers lady yes. fingers it should have been lady it should have been lady fingers <sighs> did you notice on the lady fingers package there was an umbrella. I did not. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, they did good on that. Okay, and next up we have uh, uh, a week late, uh, but from Don Awar. Take it away, Don. Hi, guys. It's Wednesday, so I'm calling about Gotham. Um, <laughs> late, of course. <laughs> so, um, 
I, I just like to say that I think there's still a chance that Kristen Kringle could be reanimated somehow by Indian no. Mill, right? No, she come back for Christmas to avenge her own death. No, he he's, cut her off. I think she could have it. I'm gonna hold out hope for that. But, um, and the other thing I want to say is that um, Enigma, who probably had very little experience with women, actually did a really good job being a pretty good boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I want to give Until him props for that. I mean, except for all the killing part. <laughs> the rest of it, he did really good <laughs> good for him <laughs> thank you very much don you know, okay except the killing part except for that little killing thing yeah. okay next up is joel from portland take it away joel, joel! hey bill and Emery. it's hey. joel from portland what a great shootout it seems like jim finally got out all of his uh what not to do as a cop under a new boss aggression Yes. Uh, because now he can just say, I use that machine gun in self-defense uh, <laughs> against the man who took down our first tra- task force member, uh, which leads me to a prediction that I think every single entire task force member will be gone by the end of the season, mm-hmm. which will spark the return of Alan in Montoya, but probably wrong. Anyways, um, oh, about Cat. Uh, I, I think we could tell by the way that Cat was looking at Silver at Bruce's house the first time that she wasn't only suspicious of her, but that she was straight up jealous. It's so common at that age for someone to not care about you until you care about somebody else. Um, I think that's what's going on there. Very but uh, on the whole, it was a pretty good episode. I felt like, again, it was good writing, and they had great music when Ed was with KK in the morgue. I don't know if that's a theme, like a musical theme that they're playing now for Ed whenever he's thinking about Kristen Kringle or whatever, but... I think they're associating Ed with jazz music. Like it's always yeah, a jazz track. Yeah, it's always track, jazzy. Which I, which I love. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love. It, it, it makes for a very weird, off-putting awesome, mood that's so great. Yeah. Anyways, um, again, this, this episode, it did feel kind of rushed, as I said last week. It seems like the Gallivant arc of becoming a mayor could have been a great season-ending mm-hmm. arc, but... Again, they probably have something better in store for us. Anyways, uh, arbitrary scale, I'd give this episode 25 out of 30 uh, cloned penguins. Anyways, thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Joel. And uh, Bobby says Kringle will come back as a Frankenstein Frankenstein monster next Halloween. Why not a Franken-Kringle? A franken for Christmas. Elf or something for Frank Christmas. Frank and Elf. We could still get that Christmas episode. I want that Christmas. And uh, he also says uh, that Cat has always cared. She's just been guarded. Which is true, but I don't think she even realized mm-hmm. how much she cared until this episode. Okay. And uh, yeah, last but not least, uh, as far as voicemails, we have Rebecca, she of Supergirl Radio, uh, that's probably recording right now. Take it away, Rebecca. What's up, Legends of Gotham? What's this up? And I'm calling about the season two episode called Mommy's Little Monster. And I feel so bad for Penguin. He finally gets to reunite with his mother and she is stabbed in the back while mm. he's holding her in his arm. That is the quickest cut. I am also continuing to love the love triangle between uh, Bruce, Selena, and Silver. Oh man, Silver is a real piece of work, <laughs> isn't she? I'm guessing that when she called Selena, quote, gutter trash, unquote, she didn't know about how Kat has literally clawed a dude's eyes out. Like, <laughs> she's clawed a dude. His eyes went out. Um, so <laughs> Sorry, I didn't I know just, that. I hope she understands that um, and finds that out because maybe she won't treat Selena so badly. Um, so hopefully that will lead to an inevitable cat fight. 
Um, I also really like what they're doing with Enigma. Uh, the idea that, for the lack of a better name, the cool Ed left clues for him to find at the GCPD. Head and that's Ed. a really fun and twisted way to go about his other half of himself. And I love their choice of music during that montage. Mm. I also really loved the editing and effects they used at the end of this episode, showing the cool Ed talking to the real Ed. Visually, it's a nice way to show the chaos and confusion that's happening in his head as he's trying to work through all of this stuff. And I was wondering because I'm trying to figure out this whole two parts of Ed Enigma thing, is there a better way to differentiate between the two Eds? Because I think calling him Cool Ed isn't really a great name because he's not a cool guy. He's kind of a maniac, but he's not one of the maniacs. <laughs> kind of he's just maniac. a maniac nonetheless. Um, so if you have any ideas of what to call him, let me know because I'm trying to figure out a way a <laughs> way to distinguish between the two sides of Ed Enigma. Anyway, another great episode of Gotham Season 2, and I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Thank you, Rebecca. And, thank you, thank you. you know, I would go with Head Ed. We like Head Ed. But I think, really, the point of this episode is to blend them. It, yeah, there's no two sides of Ed Enigma anymore. It's all just one. Because, you know, Head Ed, Dark uh-huh. Ed, Cool Ed, yep. whatever you want to call yep. him, he's always been this... Static and you know that Watch really that cool dark effect. effect. Love that. You notice at the the end of this episode, the static is gone. Ed's standing there smiling. He picks up the thing. He's like, "Okay, I got this. I, I I've got this now." It's beautiful. Yeah, I think I think I think the slightly uh, neurotic uh, or uh, kind of nerdy the nerdy side of Ed mm-hmm. and head Ed. Dark Ed, Cool Ed have merged now to come to a nice median. Mm-hmm. And I really think Head Ed is the Ed we're going to see moving forward. Yeah. With glasses on for an episode or two. Yeah, those glasses aren't going to last. Yeah. And, you know, props to Corey Michael Smith for his acting mm-hmm. this entire arc because he has two very different characters and he plays them exceptionally well, I think. Oh, definitely. So definitely. I don't think we've really, like, given him that shout out because that's not easy. Mm-hmm. That's not easy at all, though. No. Yeah, and I, re- I really think it's, it's just a ma- matter of, uh, yeah, the, I, I think the static's gone now. He, he, he had to accept that part of him himself or he was going to end up in arkham i mean he'll he'll get there eventually eventually he i mean he's he's motivated he'll get there <laughs> but, but uh he he kind of had to let realize that that was as much a part of him as the nerdy guy mm-hmm. to move forward and i think now we're going to be moving forward hardcore okay so next week when you get done watching the show yep. uh yep, 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 yep. why don't you why don't you throw on an indie rock wig a nice jacket throw a bottle cap in your shoe jump through a window shoot some people get shot then email us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash legendsofgotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And yes, we should start a body count for Ed. He's a two. 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 So we've started uh, SSP body. Yay! You're very welcome. Emery, where can people find you online? Hi, you can find me on Twitter at amdsimone. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can uh, follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. You can pick up my books at dogboyadventures.com. And you can check us here next week, 8.30 p.m. EST at uni- live.universebox.com for more legend. For, 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 for more, more of the show. Chat. More of the I, show. I don't know. I, don't, I didn't know what was happening. Stuff. I'm all confused. 
Yeah, and we want to thank our chat room again. Yes. We love you guys. It's Bobby, all... SSP Body, Daniel the Creeper, who hasn't said anything. But uh, we still love him. <laughs> we love him like a brother. We love you. We love him like Headhead. Join us next week for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. Head ed. 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 Head ed.